Welcome, everyone, to episode number 14 of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James. Hopefully, you're having a great day and a great, great week. Uh, really appreciate you if you've been tuning in uh, over the last couple of weeks that we've been doing uh, this podcast. Can't believe uh, we're at episode 14 already. Uh, I actually didn't think I would have um, the time to get this many episodes in. Um, so it's kind of a surprise to me, but uh, thank you, appreciate you. Uh, our aim here is to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus, and we pray that we've been able to help you with that so far. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, you could connect with us on Facebook. Just look us up, Guarding the Well. They're on Facebook, got the page there. The podcast are there on Wednesdays, and we really try to uh, post different things throughout the week to uh, help you guard your well. And uh, if you're just joining us, you're new to the podcast, and you're kind of like, well, what does he mean by guarding the well? Well, if you look back a couple episodes, you'll you'll see the podcast where it's titled, What's Up With The Name? And uh, we go through that. It all comes from cha uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, where uh, Solomon says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And so we pray that things are going well for you. Um, if you would really, um, you know, just take a, a quick couple of seconds and hit the like button or the heart button or whatever that button looks like, wherever you're listening uh, to us from and subscribe. Um, that would be a huge benefit to us. Uh, it would actually be a great blessing to us. And so we would really, really appreciate that. And if you could connect with us on Facebook and like that page, and you could drop us a comment, uh, send us any feedback you, you want, um, you know, even ask us a question. And I would really love to know what you do to guard your heart uh, and your walk with the Lord. Um, I'd really love to hear from you. Maybe you are able to uh, bless me in that way of, of just giving me something maybe I've never thought about in my walk with the Lord and, and guarding it. Um, but last week, if you joined us in episode 13, we started talking about pride. And I told you last week that it was going to be a two-part uh, little, I guess, mini-series, I guess you'd call it, uh, on pride. And what we started to talk about last week was uh, I opened up with the story about the Titanic and how uh, they said that uh, when they got done building the boat that even God couldn't sink the ship. And we, if you don't know the story of the Titanic, you can look it up, but most people know the story of the Titanic. It's on the bottom of the ocean because, well, it sank. And a lot of the things that surround that had to do with the pride of the people, not listening to different reports, uh, not even doing the drills to let people know where, uh, you know, the lifeboats were at. And so much pride because they just thought that the boat could not and would not sink. And we know that it did. But we started to talk about pride last week. And, and pride is one of those things that can eat away at someone from the inside out. Uh, it's kind of like a cancer. It just eats away from the inside out. And sometimes pride is one of those things that we don't really notice that we have. Other people will know it, but they won't let us know that we're, we're prideful. And pride is is one of those things that are, are destructive to us. It's destructive to other people. Uh, pride affects other people greatly. We could see that in our culture. Over, uh, It's always been evident in our culture, but I think 2020, pride has really uh, made its way out. Um, you know, you, you see videos of just people freaking out because, you know, their Whopper at Burger King wasn't made correctly. And then you get into the world of politics and, and don't worry, I'm not going to go down that road, but you get to see pride from everybody just oozing out. Pride is one of those things that 
we see in culture. The problem with that is, well, one, pride is a sin, and God opposes pride. Uh, pride is destructive to us and destructive to our walk with the Lord. Uh, pride becomes all about ourselves. Pride will infect and pollute your heart, and it leads us to doing things that we don't normally do. I was thinking uh, just today that when I was younger, um, I jumped off a roof, and it wasn't like the high roof of a house. It was probably maybe 12, 13 feet high, and I'm afraid of heights. I will gladly admit that I'm afraid of heights, but when I was younger, I jumped off this roof, uh, and the only reason I jumped off this roof was because of pride. I wanted to prove myself to everybody around me, um, and it didn't go well. We'll just leave it at that, but it didn't go well, um, but I did it because of pride, and that's what pride does. Out of our pride, we'll, we try to do things that we normally don't do. I'm not going to jump off a roof now. I, I wouldn't have jumped off the roof 20 years ago unless it was on fire or, or something along those lines, but that's what pride does. And what we did last week is we started this two-part uh, series on pride as we were looking at 1 Peter chapter 5 and in verse 5. And what we did is we saw two areas that show us our pride. And, and the first area that showed us our pride was our, our attitude to those in leadership. And we discussed that. And we're, we're able to see the pride that we have in our lives when we look at the attitude that we have towards those in leadership. And the thing with pride is we have to locate it in our hearts. We have to locate it in our lives so that we're able to deal with it, that we're able to confess it to the Lord, that we're able to repent of it, and that we're able to work on our pride so that we could get rid of our pride and put humility in its place because God gives grace to the humble. He really does. And so we saw that we're able to tell our pride in our attitude toward those in leadership. And then the second area we talked about last week is our relationship with others. And we're able just to see the pride that is in our life and how we have relationships with others. Are our relationships with others all about us? Do a test. When, when you're communicating with somebody else, see and take notes. Are you talking about just yourself and everything going on in your life? Or are you actually looking and trying to invest into the life of the other person? Or is it all about you? And that's a great way to see if uh, you have pride in your life and how it is coming out. But last week I ended telling you that there's two other areas that we're able to see the pride in our lives. And these two are really important, really important. Um, I, I'm, I'm very thankful that I, I'm able to at least lay these two things at your feet today because they're, they're so important, especially in our culture with everything that is going around and the way we struggle uh, just in life, the way we struggle in our walk with the Lord, and just sometimes how we question God, not in the sense of, God, I don't think you're real, but God, what in the world are you doing? Those types of questions. And I'm going to read to you First uh, Peter chapter 5, and I'm going to read to you uh, chapters, uh, not chapter, uh, but verse 5 and 6, uh, just to give you a little bit of context and let you know where, where we're coming from. Peter says, Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. 
Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And that verse in, in, in verse 6 is absolutely amazing to me. And where we're going to pick up today, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And here's another area that you and I can try to locate the pride that is in our lives. And what that is, is this. It's our relationship with the Lord. Do you have pride before God? That towards God, you are a person of pride and not humility. And what do you mean by that? Well, in verse 6, Peter says, humble yourselves. Well, we need to humble ourselves before God because he says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand. I need you to get that because Peter tells us to humble ourselves under God's mighty hand. Well, what does that mean? Well, that phrase, God's mighty hand, it, it's used throughout the scriptures, mainly in the Old Testament. And what it's talking about is it's just a reference of how God delivered his people, the nation of Israel. It's talking about his strength, about him working and moving in certain ways, uh, delivering them from the na uh, nation of Egypt, if you would. And so it was by God's mighty hand that he took them out of Egypt, if you want to say it that way. And so that phrase is just really talking about God delivering his people. In short, that phrase is talking about God's sovereignty, that God is in control of all things. And we need to have humility with God before God. And I'm going to zoom in a little bit more. And I want, to hear, I want you to hear what I say next. You and I, we need to have humility before God in the pain and the sufferings that we come across in our lives. Have ever you sat back and had something happen in your life, or maybe you've just been thinking about it throughout 2020, and you said, Lord, why don't you do this now? God, why aren't you doing this? God, why are you waiting so long before you do something? And we think, and, and it's just our culture right now in 2020 because of everything with COVID, uh, everything that has been taking place for almost a year. March is coming up soon. Um, and it's been almost a year because everything with COVID and there's so many different sides. It's not a virus. It is a virus. It's not deadly. And there's so much. But in the midst of that, there's so many people that are just fighting through depression and isolation and they're wandering through their walk with the Lord. And they're questioning God. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're even angry with God. God, do this now. Why won't you do this? Do you know that our pride is seen in our impatience with God? That when we're impatient with God, that that's our pride speaking. God, I can't believe you waited so long to do that. I know it's not the easiest thing. I, I, I've had to deal, deal with it, you know, with things with my son. If you're just joining us, my son's, you know, uh, 13 years old. Uh, he just turned 13 just a, a couple weeks back, and uh, he's been in a wheelchair for, for years. He, he was born with a 100% fatal disease. Yep, he was born with a 100% fatal disease. There's no cure for him. Uh, his muscles are wasting away. He spends his day sitting in his wheelchair. Uh, my wife and I have to help him with just about everything, and, and we're completely and utterly thankful for him. But as a parent, it, you wrestle with that. 
You know, Lord, why won't you heal him? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why does he have to be in a wheelchair? Why can't you give him strength? You need to heal him now. You need to allow someone to come up with a cure for his genetic disease that he has. Do this now. And it's all, it's all pridefulness. It is us being impatient with God, and it comes from our pride. I've had to, I've had to go through this. You see, you and I, we need to humble ourselves before God. We need to humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, as Peter says. But in order for us to humble ourselves, we have to see our pride. And far too often, we don't see the pride that we come before God with through our impatience, through our anger, through our doubts, where it's becoming all about us, and it's not about God's will and God's work being done in and through our lives. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord and in order to submit to God, to, to be able to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, it means that we have to humble ourselves. To submit to anyone in leadership involves you and I humbling ourselves to some degree and living in faith. And that's what we're called to do with God. I want you to understand that God is at work in your life. And I know the last year, two years, three years, there may have been the hardest season that you have gone through in your life, the hardest season you are going through uh, in your life. I know a great deal of people, you know, they've been sick with COVID, they've lost jobs, they've lost loved ones. Even just pastoring a church is incredibly difficult right now in so many different ways. But God is working. God is working. He's in control of all things. And Peter says, humble yourselves under God's mighty hand. Why? That he may lift you up in due time. That when the right time comes, God's work is going to be seen, and he will lift us up. You know, Moses being uh, a shepherd for 40 years before going back to uh, lead the nation of Israel, you know, Joseph being in prison for, a lot of people believe Joseph was in prison for over a decade before he became, you know, pretty much Pharaoh's right-hand man in control of Egypt. In due time, God will lift up his people, but we need to be patient and we need to take pride out of our hearts and place in humility. So let me ask you this before we move on. In light of everything that's going on in your life right now, are you allowing your pride to pollute your heart so that you come before God in a prideful manner? Or are you humbling yourselves before the Lord and his mighty hand? It's a, it's a great truth. It's something that we need to be looking at. But then there's another thing that comes to mind in this verse, uh, in this section rather, and it's verse 7. Peter says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. What a verse for our culture. You see, out of our humility comes a love and just an appreciation for the Lord. But pride keeps us from that. See, Peter tells us to cast all our anxiety on him. Now, anxiety is something that affects every single person, some more so than others. Some of you uh, may struggle with anxiety greatly, and you're not alone. I know a lot of people that struggle with anxiety. It's just one of those, those things. And let's be honest, the last 15 months of, of the world hasn't really helped. 
anxiety has just, you know, skyrocketed because of isolation and depression and everything along those lines. Um, the word there that Peter uses, it speaks to worry, stress, and of course, anxiety. But the one of the things that I didn't realize until maybe about a year and a half ago is that the, the word anxiety there actually comes from two Greek words, and it means this. It means to tear apart. It means to be divided. And so anxiety actually means to be divided. It means to be torn apart. And so anxiety, and if you struggle with anxiety, you're like, yeah, that's absolutely true. That when we're anxious, our heart or our mind is literally divided. It's being torn apart between a couple different things. See, we all have these things in our life, and, and we can run through the list of, of all these things that happen. But guess what? When we're not humbly before, humble before the Lord, knowing that He's in control of all things, guess what happens? We try to handle those things that tear our mind and our heart apart. And so when we're really anxious about something, we try to take care of it ourselves, and, and that usually doesn't hap, you know, have a good ending. But what Peter says here, he says, cast. He says, cast all your cares on him. He says, cast all your anxiety on him. Now, that word cast is important. And I'm sorry for doing a little bit of a word study here with you today, but it's important for, for us to get what Peter is saying here because of our anxiety and our pride. But Peter says, cast. And that word cast means to throw something onto something else. In Peter's day, you could cast a blanket onto a donkey. It means to cast with some uh, strength behind it. You know, casting a ball or casting, a, a, you know, a blanket onto somebody else. And that's what Peter is talking about. But notice what Peter says. He says, cast all your anxiety on him. And there's a, an important word in there. He says, all, A-L-L. It says, cast all your anxiety on him. The reason that is important is because that word all, it means everything. It means everything, all our anxiety. So let me ask you this. Do you throw all your anxiety and worry on the Lord? Like everything that is tearing apart your heart and your mind, do you throw that onto the Lord? Well, no, not really. Maybe you have this mindset, well, God doesn't have time for me when it comes to all those little things that I'm worried about and stressed about and just have anxiety about. Or you know what? Those things probably aren't important to God, and he just wants me to wrestle through them. And so I don't really give those, those worries. I don't give those anxieties onto him. Well, if that's you and you have that mindset, that's pride talking. It's a false humility. When I first started out in ministry, I used to give this example to everybody. I'd tell everybody to give God absolutely everything. And what I would tell them is this. Even if you needed a new pair of shoes, to give that to God. And now to you and I, that may be a small thing. Like, does God really want me to come before him and be like, you know, God, my toes are showing through my shoes. I really need a new pair of shoes, but I just can't really afford it right now. Can you, can you help me out? And I tell people that so that they would get in the habit of casting every little thing back to God, to throw that weight on God and see how he would work and how he answers. And here's why we need to throw everything on the, on the Lord, even those little things. It's because those little things we hang on to. We don't, help, we don't throw all those anxieties on the Lord. We think that we're not important to him. We think that we can handle those things, that we can take care of it. And guess what? That's all pride. It's pride speaking. 
You see, the more we hold on to our anxieties and our worries and not cast them on to the Lord, the more we hold on to them, the heavier things become. Some of you are carrying around a lot of weight right now. You're trying to go through life and do life with this huge weight, this worry, this stress, this anxiety that's literally ripping you apart inside. It's polluting your heart. It's infecting your heart. And you're just walking around with this on your shoulders and in your heart, and guess what? It keeps getting heavier and heavier. And the reason that you're walking around with it is because you're being too prideful to throw it all onto Jesus. You're too prideful to cast your anxiety on him. See, out of our pride, <clears throat> excuse me, we hold on to worries. Out of pride, we hold on to past pains and hurts. We still think, you know, I was hurt. I was wronged. I need this. What you and I need to do is give it all to Jesus and leave it there with him and let him take care of it. What you need to do to protect your heart, to guard your heart, is get rid of your pride, humble yourselves before the Lord, and throw all your anxiety and worry onto Jesus. Why? Because Peter tells us in that verse, he cares for you. It's strange, but at times I think out of pride, we don't think anybody cares for us. I say that because when we do that, we can make it all about us and say, what about me? No one cares for me. No one sees me. No one cares me. Friends, that weight you're carrying, you don't need to carry it by yourself. That anxiety of what is going to happen or what did happen, you don't need to carry it anymore. You just need to swallow your pride and cast it to Jesus. He cares for you. And we forget that. Jesus really does care for you, but pride gets in the way. Pride keeps us holding on to the anxiety. Pride keeps us angry at God. Pride keeps us from serving others. Pride keeps us from submitting to leadership in godly way. And what is needed is humility, a humble spirit before the Lord and others. You see, it's through humbling ourselves before the Lord and casting our worries onto Him because He cares for us and trusting Him. We don't have to live for ourselves because Jesus, He takes care of all of it. You see, humility changes everything. Humility before God frees us from the weight of anxiety. Humility before God enables us to trust him because he cares for us. And so here's the question for you. What is feeding your heart right now? What is influencing your heart in your walk with the Lord in light of everything that's going on in the world right now? Is it pride or is it humility? That really, really is important. And friends, if your heart is filled with pride, let me encourage you to come before the Lord in prayer. Confess that pride. Lay it at his feet. Ask him to forgive you. And ask him to help you to have a humble spirit before him and before others. I really do hope that these last two weeks, these last two episodes is, you know, help you see the pride in your life and how destructive it can be. But it doesn't need to stay that way. That through Christ and walking with him, that you can guard your heart through humility. And I pray that that would be the case for you, that you would guard your heart with humility and not pollute it with pride. Really appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully it's been a blessing, and we'd love to hear from you. You have a great day. Take care.